Hello. Well, hello there, children. Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 167, the one where Grandpa William tells you all about the endoscopy I had this afternoon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am 95 years old, apparently. Please tell us. And, I, and, and sometimes when you're old and, you, and your tummy hurts you, the doctors want to stick a camera down your throat. That's this way. That's this way. Okay, that's yeah. a good way. That's the, the way you want. The sheet of paper, I actually had an endoscopy this afternoon. The sheet of paper I had to fill out, like put a signature on, has had two check marks. <laughs> one for endoscopy, one for colonoscopy. Mm. And I and thank the Lord. <laughs> endoscopy you got the good shed. one. Yes. You got the one that you want. I got the good one. Hello, uh. Mr. Luna. Hello, Ko Kozaku. Hello, Just a Hair. Hello, Ben. Hello, I'm not reading that name. Hey, <laughs> hello, AJ. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here. Hello, Lethal Storm. Hello. Uh, uh, let me get let me get a yeet in the chat for Will's endoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but I'm doing good. I just have to be on a the worst diet alive. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. There's we lot, do. There was there are no stories, and whenever there's no stories, there's, there's all so the stories. Many stories. There's all the stories. Yeah, there's there's not there's no breaking news, but there's a lot of little things. Yeah, and it adds that are up. going on. Yeah, but also before we get to that, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, we got Striker XL for two months being a member here oh, on YouTube. Thank you. We got the Geek Chick. Oh, we'll throw back for you five yeah. months, which is late. Yeah, ass. <laughs> Been a supporter for how many years? Yeah. Anyway, Angel Reyes, fifteen months. Now that's what I'm talking that's, about. That's that's a supporter. Thank you for being a member here on YouTube. Um. Anyway, oh, we got a lot of eats here in the chat, Will. For yeah, you, for oh, you and thank your throat. You. <laughs> <laughs> you discover any new talents today because of that? No, that was a joke. No, I wish. Oh, uh, you wish? <laughs> I I discovered that when I come out of anesthesia, I'm giggling like I hit with Joker gas. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Mango Head Soul with five dollars. Will, who's your favorite and least favorite member of the Shield? My fave is Ambrose, and my least is Rollins. Really? Shield, I get, the wrestling style. I was thinking. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Really? Rollins is your least favorite? I guess because. Nobody he, likes him. Nobody likes Roman. Roman. But that's, that's right. because. Two well, R's. Everybody's turning uh, over to liking Roman because he just got done overcoming leukemia. I have a friend who's mad that he's overcoming leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> like they should have written that better yeah. or something. They should have written his cure for leukemia better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I used to like Ambrose a lot, but then I just like. I feel like they wasted him, and I I get why he's leaving. So, I guess now my favorite is Rollins, and my least favorite is Ambrose. So the exact opposite of you. Uh, thank you, Just a Hair, for the Twitch Prime sub. Okay, let's get right into yeah, let's, it. Let's, let's do it. Let's just jump into just it. Will jump in. Uh, first thing that we're gonna talk about is Smash Ultimate Data Mines. They're back. Oh boy! Whenever there's a new update. We got some people who need to just... Just mine the data. Yeah. There's two new stages... Uh, not stages. Two new game modes, Will. Ooh. That's different than stages. Yes. And this, I feel like, would pique your interest a lot. Okay. Because you don't really... You like the single-player stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's some more of that, and it's some classic stuff that you might Interesting. enjoy. So I'm reading thegamer.com, which is a dumb name, yeah. but this article looks better than the other article <laughs> I had. So, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is due to receive some huge changes in form of the 3.0 update that is meant to arrive this spring, which will most likely add Joker from Persona 5 to the game. I guess just like the 2.0 update and the Piranha Player. Correct. 
uh, along with some much-needed buffs and nerfs to the roster. It seems that there might be some new content arriving at Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in the form of new modes, or rather, old modes, that are returning to the series. Interesting. Data miners have gone through the files of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, and discovered that there are placeholder files for the how-to-play section of the game that point to the return of the home run contest. Ooh. You remember that? Yes, I remember that. And stage builder modes in the future. Oh, that's right. That's from Brawl, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think it was in Ultimate. Not Ultimate. Smash no, it 4. No, it wasn't in Smash 4. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was only in Brawl. That's good. Yeah. That's so a that's... fun thing. I'm more excited for that than I am the home run back, because I was never good at that. <laughs> that was still fun, though. Yeah. That's the mode where you got the little uh, punching bag. Not the little. The giant punching yeah. bag. Yeah guy with the little eyeballs and you just try to get him as far yeah. as you can and people did some wacky stuff to try to get him as far as possible yeah. anyway the home run contest was a mode introduced in smash brothers melee that involved the player hitting the sandbag item as hard as possible in order to make it travel as far as they could the stage builder mode allowed players to create their own levels using pre-made assets it isn't too surprising to see the home run contest mode return as most of the elements for it are already in the game. It's possible that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was planned to feature the mode at launch, but the strict 2018 holiday season deadline forced the developers to add it to a la at a later date. The, sta the return of Stage Builder is more of a surprise as it was never popular mode and it was likely a lot of work to complete. Custom stages are usually only played by people who enjoy Smash Brothers as a casual or party game, aka Will over you, as there are strict rules regarding the use of stages in organized play, and levels designed by players would never be considered legal for tournaments. If the data mine is correct and these modes are coming back, then it leaves the door open for the other removed modes to return later, such as target smash or boss battles. Boss battles. I guess like the boss rush mode. When was that? I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> um, the fact that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was released so early in the lifespan of Nintendo Switch means that we could use your new content, blah, blah, blah. Well, it is certainly good that they keep updating this game. Even though, yes. I mean, it's, it's still a young game. Yeah. But um, Target Smash. I would love Target Smash. Yeah. I used to play the hell out of Target yeah. Smash. I, I love these different types of game modes because I have a hard time uh, with movement in Smash Bros. Yeah. And I want something like a target smash so I can work on pinpointing yeah. my, my aim and stuff. I wonder if they'll incorporate a way for like when they add all these new features, if it'll also help towards unlocking characters. Mm. Because that's still like a needlessly complicated thing to do. You always say that it's... It, it's too much for you. You still don't have... I still don't have everyone, no. Lot. I remember it, it only took like a few hours. But really? I did a lot of uh, playing against the CPU. And you just play a match and leave. And play a match Yeah, I'm leave. doing that. And I'm just like, I'm not having fun with this. <laughs> uh, boss battles mode, also called boss battles, boss mode, bosses mode, boss rush, or boss rush mode, is an unlockable stadium mode introduced in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, very similar to all-star mode, from melee um, except the player fights all the bosses rather than all the playable characters boss battle mode uh is unlocked after a player completes both classic mode and the subspace emissary for the first time or in other words has defeated each boss at least once aside from crazy hand so that's brawl yeah okay so, so two two modes 
no, no, no. Yeah. That's not coming. That's what the that's gamer.com what, wants. Well, that's what boss battle mode was in right. Brawl. Right, right, yeah. right, right. So, so it stands to reason that they I might do something similar for Ultimate. Like, you have to beat all the bosses in order to unlock. Well, yeah, well, yeah because there are bosses yeah. in Spears mode. So that would be pretty easy to do. I just don't think that's. Nobody's like, you know. I don't think anybody's clamoring, clamoring for it. it. Yeah, nobody, but, nobody needs. Oh, but it's an interesting thing to have. You know, it's a good practice. I think the home run contest is awesome because people yeah. do some wacky stuff with the home run contest. Oh yeah, there's some look up world records for the home run contest. It's insane what these people do. Um, I would love break the targets though. Yeah, that is awesome. That's something that I really like. We have a classic mode, but it doesn't have break the targets in it. It has some yeah. other stuff. It has like a, a run from the wall of fire mode. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but, you know I want my old break the targets because break the targets was unique for every character mm-hmm. well i don't know if i want that because yeah. you gotta make 80 different yeah. break the targets but that was that was another one people have some insane world records for mm-hmm. that there's one for link that is just it's, the, the, the dude uses literally every single ability that link has yeah. and does it in like a split second and breaks all the targets in one shot just a hair with two dollars thumb grip update skull and co good thumbs don't slip Nice. Uh, no, not nice. <laughs> uh, satisfy. Oh, right. Yeah, satisfy no, grip. you screwed up. <laughs> hell, man. Um, a lot of people talk about Waluigi. Get him out of your head. Yeah, you got to... do that in our lives, okay? You, you got to just get over you it. Just let it go, yeah. Dude. I think when I was looking this up, I saw a headline for an article that said, Finally, they've added Shrek to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> it's a picture of Shrek and <laughs> for some reason that was funny um also lethal storm in the chat said how about an online tournament mode there are a lot of problems with online yes i tried to have set up an online match with my friend and it was a pain in the ass to do oh i played tim last night that was the friend i was referring to (laughs) i played him uh lp soldier over there on twitch uh it went pretty well in my favor will i have to say um yeah, the online stuff. I mean, the arena, the battle arena is like, I'll, it, it's cooler than I would expect Nintendo to do. Right. Because you have the spectator stands, you got the waiting room and everything. That's like cool. It's like yeah. they, they, they put a lot more than I would have expected them to put. However, they need to add more moderation and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because they have all these different things. They need to, they didn't flesh it out enough. Mm-hmm. You know, go all the way. Don't, yeah. don't half-ass it. Um, also, it drops all the time. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. I you do have the ability to click to kick players out of the room, which yeah. is great. But you need to have the ability to drag players to where you want them to be because nobody listens. They all yeah. go wherever they want. But you just gonna just, I want these people to play now. Now I want these people. Or like Lethal Storm said, a freaking tournament bracket. Yeah, would be awesome. That would be nice because you can you can do a tournament bracket, but I think it's only local. I might be making that up. You can't do it online. It sounds like something you can't do online. Yeah. But there's yeah, there, there's some online stuff I'd like them to fix. Yeah. Also, AJ thinks he might be onto something that there's some weird conspiracy stuff going on with the Smash Online. Like when oh. a player drops. Yeah. I think something's going on, like when a player drops. What do you mean? Like I don't want to give it all away. Like they're dropping like he's being dropped for a reason? No, like Nintendo tries to hide that a player dropped. Oh. Yeah, some weird stuff going on. Interesting. Some weird, yeah. weird stuff going on. 
Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for that's all we got for, for yeah for this Smash Brothers news. But uh, home run contest, I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, stage cre- builder crater level is cool. That's always a cool thing. That's to have. really cool. Uh. Yeah. I mean, we have a million of we have a million more assets in this game than we have yeah. in any of the other games. So. Also, we're getting Mario Maker. Yeah. So I'm seeing some overlap going on here. Yeah. You know. Imagine- it'd, be, it'd be nice if the stage builder could allow for some sort of single player gameplay. Yeah. You know, put some AI characters mm-hmm. in there and stuff, and have like a like a linear left to right. Make your own subspace adversaries. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, Piggy lover three thousand. How old are you, Bob? I'm two years younger than Will. So what'd you say before? Ninety five. Yeah, something like that. So I'm ninety three. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jay Gordon, thanks for the five uh, euros. British pounds. Oh, yeah, because... Because of Brexit. Because of the separation. Okay. Uh, Finally made a stream. Unfortunately, it's gone midnight. It's It's gone gone midnight. midnight. (laughs) Here, so to bed soon. If if Can you read all that in a British accent? Because I can't read it in in English. I got to make sure I don't go into Australian. Oh, finally... No, that's Australian. (laughs) Just do Australian. Oh, finally made a stream there. Unfortunately, it's gone midnight, and so bit to bed soon. If only there was a pl- there were if only there was places to listen later. Winks at will. <laughs> oh, that's for you to say. Yeah, I'll do that at the end of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, teriyaki two piece sa- <laughs> says. Ranked play with actual preset competitive rule set. That's another problem. Uh, you have you you haven't done quick play online or anything. Not right? online. So if you enter quick play, it uh-huh. just ran, it, it tries to match you up with people who have the same rule set, the same preferred rules as you. Yeah. So if you have three stock, it'll try to match you up with people who also have three stock. If you have no items, it'll try to match you up with right. people with no items. But it doesn't do a good job, and half the time you end up with. I mean, not half the time. I'm gonna say. Five percent of the time, you end up with somebody with like items on, right? Or, or stage hazards, or something wild. A little more often than that, you get like an increased timer, like a shorter timer, or uh, uh, I get Omega levels a lot, which is fine. I don't, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't preferred it to Battlefield, but Omega is right. fine too. All right. What's next? Uh, we, we, I have everything out of order. Well, before we continue, I just want to address something real quick. Uh, Joseph Broussard said, "Take two, the company that creates GTA and Red Dead Redemption One and Two. I could. Sorry, I think I missed a comment from earlier. The people were commenting about this recent rumor that Sony is going to buy Take Two, and I don't think it's found that it's true. I don't. I think Take Two is too big for that. I, yeah, I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if Take Two is bigger than Sony. In terms of gaming, yeah, yeah, it's the gaming section of yeah. Sony, yeah, yeah. So I don't, but, but the gaming section is their biggest section, isn't it? No, the real estate is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I don't think Sony. That'd be weird. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Take Two is bigger than the technology section of Sony. Right. Yeah, that's including cameras, including TVs, yeah. including gaming. So, I think I don't even know like what exactly this rumor is based on. Uh, I think like the something involving stocks, which I'm still not 100. <laughs> percent Once into, once stocks get involved, yeah. So take two 
the stocks are ninety six dollars a share. Yeah. Do we can we even look up Sony? Uh, initially reported by Market Watch in the stock market overview pertaining to Boeing and Brexit, a small note about Take Two Interactive popped up. Market Watch has since revised the article, but the full uh, pertinent section previously read. Take-Two Interactive software stock climbed 4.7% on rumor that Sony Corp is in advanced board-level discussion to acquire Take-Two Interactive in a mostly cash deal that would value the company at $130 a share. Uh, right now, Take-Two is sharing at $96 a share. Yeah. And Sony Corp is, is sharing at $46 a share. Yeah. How is Sony going to buy Take-Two? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, f- later on, per... Game gamesindustry.biz uh Joel Kulina said this is purely unconfirmed market speculation that is making the rounds. I'm not the source of this story in any regard. Um and not sure who quoted me as I didn't speak with anyone over the phone. <laughs> Take two is a really big company. Yeah. Cause they don't just own Rockstar and like GTA and all that. They also own 2K games. So like the NBA 2K series, which is a behemoth in its own right. Uh things like the Mafia series. Uh, f- things like Bioshock, you know, they make an insane amount of money on on the basketball game. Yeah, even in we saw that those uh, rank in Japan for like top sellers. Yeah, the basketball game. Yeah, That's crazy. basketball's big in Japan. Um, but besides that, freaking Grand Theft Auto, which yeah. is always a top ten seller. Yeah, always. It was top three for the first like two years it was out. Yeah. So, uh, they make a lot of money. Yeah. So, and if Sony, if I mean, if, if Sony bought them, that'd be crazy. Yeah, be, that'd be great for them because then they'd they'd basically be taking Grand Theft Auto and all these basketball games away yeah. from Microsoft because they're not gonna play as nice as Microsoft. Yeah, uh, but I don't think they have the type of capital to do that. That'd yeah. be crazy. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, it's a rumor, but it doesn't sound like it's a founded rumor. So yeah. Ignore that. We'll be following it as, yes. as the story progresses. Stay, stay tuned to YouTube.com slash Wolfden as the story continues. Mr. Luna says Spawn Wave talks about it. So also stay tuned to Spawn. Yeah, uh, stay tuned to YouTube.com slash Spawn Wave. All right. Somebody also asked what our mains are. I main Captain Falcon. And I've been trying. I've been dabbling in Roy a little bit. But I still, yeah. I'm really... I can basically only play Smash Brothers as Captain Falcon. Anybody else I fall apart? I would, when I was playing in my friend's house the other day, because he has all the characters, I was doing really well with Snake. So he might be my main. You gotta, there, I gotta, I'm gonna send you a bunch of competitive snake players. You gotta, you gotta learn. <laughs> yeah. They just throw grenades the whole time, and you know, you could be, a, you could be a damn good snake. I could. A snake plays way too different than everybody else. Yeah. I can't, I can't touch him. All right, moving on. Moving on. Where are we? What do we want to talk about? Uh, uh, let's talk about Fortnite. I guess. Yeah. Fortnite. I can't believe Fortnite's still a thing. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be a thing. It'll be a thing until the next big ass free game comes along. Well, that would be Apex Legends. Apex Legends. All right, so Fortnite players on Switch will no longer be matched with Xbox One and PS4 crossplay parties, according to Nintendo Life. What? Uh, oh, there's an update. As yeah. we previously noted, these changes apply to solo crossplay parties only, aka random matchmaking. Epic's UK agency. Indigo Pearl reached out to clarify Switch players can still party up with friends across. Oh, yeah, across all platforms. Okay. No, no crap. Epic Games has seemingly given up on trying to make the playing field level in Fortnite across all platforms. With the recent discovery, version 8.10 no longer matches Switch users with Xbox One, PlayStation 4 crossplay 
parties. So this is only in random matchmaking. Correct. Uh, prior to this update, solo Switch players were able to play with and against users on rival platforms. And now owners of Nintendo's hybrid device will be limited to the mobile pool, mm. fighting to the end for a Battle Royale victory against iOS and Android users. According to Epic, it'll be a better experience for everyone this way. So I read this article before. Yeah. And I got what they were saying that um, if you're playing random matchmaking... It'll randomly, it'll put you in a in a server or in a game with right. iOS and Android users. But if you want to play with Xbox or PlayStation, you can still play with your friends if yeah. you want to if you want to team up with them. I got what they were saying. Yeah. But now that I read it a second time, it sounds like they're saying that it you can't play with Xbox and PlayStation. So I see where the confusion came from. Why yeah. they needed to update it. Yeah. But so you could still play with your friends. It's only in um, solo matchmaking. Yeah, because it's trying to match you up with uh, people that are on your level. Right. I'll keep reading. <laughs> um, while some may disagree with this decision, for a long time now, the Switch iteration has been accused of not being able to keep up with the competition due to performance issues and a 30 frames per second cap. Pause. I didn't think that 30 frames per second was a big deal versus 60 frames per second. Like... Really, am I going to be that much worse by playing on 30 frames a second? Probably, yeah. You The 60 frames is a faster response time. I know, but what? That extra <laughs> one, the extra half a frame is really going to make me the best, like ninja over here? Yeah, it's going to make you ninja. But this is what, this is what sold me on okay. matchmaking to mobile. At the start of this year, a bullet glitch was even discovered by Digital Foundry revealing how higher performing versions of the game on other platforms had an advantage in battle with the gunfire rates in these versions able to deal more damage per second than 30 frames per second version. Meaning that the the, the uh, DPS rate mm -hmm. is attached to the frame rate. <laughs> which is <the> yeah. <laughs> so dumb. But... That makes a lot of sense why you would then want to lock mm -hmm. it down to other 30 yeah. frames per second consoles. On the other hand, it'll be uh, it'll it will likely to be hunting season for Switch owners now as they are pooled with players using devices that don't even have physical buttons and uh, reliant and are reliant on touch input. That was going to be my point. If you want to get a lot of kills, now's yeah. your time. If you're yeah. a, if you're a Fortnite Switch player, you are gonna be a thousand times better now in games. Yeah, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you play against a mobile user who also uses a joystick. Yeah, or whatever the the Switch knockoffs were. Yeah, remember? the Switch yeah. knockoffs that came out before the Switch. Those yeah. the little uh, controller things. Yeah, Steel Series, whatever. So I think this is fine. I mean, yeah. if you want to play with your friends on Xbox or PlayStation, you still can. It's the best way to like level the playing field, though. I think, and I, you know, yeah, it it, it has to be done yeah. this way. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, uh, they, if you play with a controller on PC, they will match you with Xbox and PlayStation players yeah. or other players playing with a controller. If you plug in a mouse and keyboard into your Xbox, it'll match you up against PC players, right? I think that's super smart. Yeah. And because of this DPS issue, that since it's locked to the frame rate, I think they have to do this. Yeah. Or fix that issue. But maybe that issue is too hard to fix. Yeah. So I really don't think it's that big of a deal to, to do this. It's 
going to be a big deal to iOS and Android players mm-hmm. because now they have to compete with people who have actual controllers. Yeah. These people are going to be much better than they are. But it's great for Switch players because now we have the advantage. Yes. So, and it matches us up against people who are definitely going to suck significantly more. <laughs> so, is this going to get you to play uh, Fortnite? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> have you never touched it? I, yeah, no. I booted it up once and that was it. Oh, like at E3 when it got yeah. announced, right? Yeah. So you have it on your Switch. I have it on my Switch. Uh, my wife's cousin actually played more of it on my Switch than I ever have. Oh, so now your account says that you have like hours logged in. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Lethal Storm says, oof, that's the speed being attached to the FPS trying to think of what game did that. That's like the speed being attached to the Oh, the speed being attached to the FPS. Goldeneye. Yes. If you look down, yeah. you run faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ says, I will still literally never opt to play Fortnite. Uh, do you want to stay in this world and go to <laughs> what you picked? Uh, EA Pays Ninja? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, for you moved it, so I don't know how I got it. Oh, I, I, I cut it. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> It's it's under the Fortnite. Uh, it's under what we just talked about. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, citing an anonymous source, uh, routers published a report today saying that publisher EA has paid Ninja one million dollars to play Apex Legends and tweet about it the day after the game launched. On February 4th, Jesus um, Ninja has over 13 million followers on Twitch, meaning that anything he streams will get an astronomical amount of exposure. That said, even by Ninja standards, a million dollars is a significant chunk of change. In December, he told CNN that he makes $500,000 per month and a lot more in a good month, quote unquote. <laughs> um Although Kotaku has not been able to independently confirm the veracity of Router's report, two people who have worked with Ninja said that he was paid $600,000 for, $600, for one event last year. Those people who requested anonymity because they were not authorized to speak about the deal asked that we not name the event. Uh, when asked for comment, Ninja did not reply, and while EA declined to go into specifics, an EA rep did tell Kotaku that the company had a multi-part marketing program for Apex Legends that included paid engagement with some content creators at the launch of the game as we look to quickly introduce the game to the world. However, they said that they said that the paid streams were short-lived. After mid after midday on February 5th, the day after release, all Apex Legends streams uh, from content creators were completely organic. The rep oh, all February 5th? February 5th. Okay, the game came out February 4th. Correct. So, and Ninja was paid $1 million to to uh, stream and tweet about it the day after it launched, which would be February 5th. So what the hell does that mean then? They just said that they paid... EA just basically lied. <laughs> okay, keep reading. Uh, the rep also pointed <laughs> to a disclosure policy streamers like Ninja are required to adhere to. EA requires full disclosure and transparency with every game change with every game changer content activation or paid sponsorship that we are involved in. Uh, this is mandatory for every country, language, or influencer that we worked with. Uh, we do not partner with influencers, agencies, or talent who do not support proper disclosure. It does not go into how often streamers are required to disclose uh, sponsored content or what exactly proper disclosure entails, 
nor how prominent placement of said disclosure needs to be. This can lead to confusion given that streams often last for many hours. Case in point, on Apex Legends launch day and the day following, um, the, the author of this article watched hours of streams from both Ninja and fellow Battle Royale Kingpin Shroud. Uh, both had stream both had stream graphics that indicated that they were part of the Apex Legends Partners program, but during the time that the author watched, neither outlined the exact specifics of what this program entailed. Shroud alluded to aiding in the game's development as a consultant, but he did not disclose the terms of his compensation. There is no denying that EA's decision to partner with big streamers had an impact. On Apex Legends launch day, it doubled Fortnite's concurrent viewership numbers, pulling in a coup that days earlier nobody thought would be possible. More than a month later, Apex Legends remains a Switch top 10 mainstay, often occupying a spot among the service's top three most viewed games. That is via Kotaku. Yes. So... What the hell happened? So I, while you were saying that, Apex, I would looked up Apex Legends yeah. came out on February fourth. Correct. Um, I tried to look up Ninja's Social Blade. Yeah. To see uh, if it even like moved that day or was any different. Yeah. And, but it doesn't go back that far. It only goes back to February twelfth. Um, so they so Kotaku has a source that said that he was paid a million dollars routers has a source that says he was paid a million dollars to play apex legends to play to play apex legends and tweet about it the day it came out the day uh the, tweet about the day after it came out so play it and tweet about it the day after it came correct. out correct which he did he played it correct that's confirmed yeah ea says that they had people paid to play it but they stopped. Yeah. It was only the day it came out, and then they stopped. After the midday day. on February 5th, uh, the day after release, all Apex Legends streams from content creators were completely organic, meaning that they didn't pay anybody to do it. But but it sounds what, like... Was it, was it even... Did they even have these people disclose that they were paid to play it on February 4th? Because it doesn't sound like they were. No. You it, can't do that. Yeah, that's not how this works. No, they they need to. The FCC is going to crack down hard on that. Yeah, you can't do that. That this is this is not a good look. But also, screw all those content creators. Yeah. You have to say that this is sponsored by the company. Yeah, I'm being paid to talk about this. Also, Ninja would have freaking played that game anyway. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, if he's too loyal to Fortnite. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the, I could see them wanting to do that if they weren't. Uh, confident in the game yeah and i can which ea probably wouldn't be yeah nobody expected apex legends to be what it is yeah um so it makes sense for them to want to do that Mm -hmm. but ea is also super like uh anal about their uh disclosure stuff yeah i've i've done uh i did a thing for mass effect andromeda Mm -hmm. and they wanted Sponsored by EA everywhere, even though they didn't pay me anything. Yeah. I didn't get paid anything. All right. I did was get to play the game. I got to go. They paid for my flight to go play yeah. the game, but they still wanted sponsored by yeah. EA everywhere. So it's super weird. Something's weird here. Yeah. The router's article. The router article uh, mostly talks about how this was like a big calculated move by EA to try and like get people's attention away from Fortnite. Yeah, well, so, that yeah, that's obvious. That's obvious. Yeah, that's obvious. But it doesn't really talk about like, you know, the implications of a streamer not disclosing that he was paid to do it. We also a few weeks ago heard about uh, 
I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I talked about it on Twitter. Um, they had people review uh, Anthem. Yes. Uh, and it was the same thing that they did with Mass Effect Andromeda, and I was one of those people. Yeah. Uh, they fly people out. They play the game. Uh, they call it like their game changer initiative. Whatever. Yeah. They play the game early, and then they get to make a video and post it. Um, and one guy had EA told him to take the video down and put it back up. And the guy said that it was because it was a negative review. Uh-huh. But EA says no, he did, just didn't disclose that it was sponsored enough. Right. So one of the two was lying, and we right. don't know who. But everybody's pretty much pointing at that one guy, the the, the content creator, being like, he something's weird. He yeah. wasn't telling the truth, and it did look pretty shady. Mm-hmm. It looked like that was in favor of EA. EA was probably fine there. Yeah. But this is weird yeah. because they were super anal about him disclosing. Why aren't they super anal about these content creators? Yeah. Something's up here. I mean, they're probably not anal about Ninja because he's Ninja. Yeah, but that's why it's... That's what makes it worse because he's the biggest. He should be disclosing. Yeah, a million dollars. Yeah. You need to... unless, But that's enough... That's like mafia money. Yeah. That's like, we'll give you this under the table if you shut the hell up. That's Mm -hmm. like a million dollars to you and a million dollars to whoever has to keep this under wraps. Yeah. You know? Um, But that's why... it. The fact that they're so anal makes this super weird. Yeah. So I don't... I don't... Because Routers has a source. I don't know about this Routers source. Yeah. But at the same time, something's weird. Yeah. This is shady and the FCC has to get to the bottom of this because this is messed up yeah. if it's true. And it's going to you know screw things up for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You got all these content creators who just straight up yeah. lied. Like that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. You'd think one of these content creators would at least be this is sponsored by Apex Legends yeah. or something. I mean, Routers isn't the, like the type of website to go into video game news. They're mostly like a business financial yeah. website. So like that's why they're talking about something like this. And if they got a source saying that you know Ninja was paid a million dollars to play Apex Legends, they're probably not blowing smoke. Yeah, it it this is weird. Yeah, this is this this weirds me out. But I'm very interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahal Point says, one million is a whole lot, depending on the wording in whatever contract than the ninja. And then, okay, why did I read that? <laughs> oh, depending on whatever wording in the contract, the fault could be on EA or ninja. It should be on both. Yeah. Because ninja has to disclose Nin- that it's a sponsored thing, and, yeah. and EA has to make sure that they disclose that. Ninja should know by now that whenever, like, you know, you do sponsored content, you have to disclose it. Yeah. You know, he's not he's it's not like he just started streaming. Right. You know. And EA should know after years of you know working with other streamers or like YouTubers that that's part of the deal. Yes. Yes. It is incredibly disingenuous. Yes. AJ says, I don't know what's so hard about saying, yo, I got paid for this, slash didn't pay for this. Ain't that hard, my guy. Coming from a guy who every single time <laughs> he talks about a Nintendo game, he says product provided by Nintendo. Yes. Because he gets free games and we don't. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, not cool, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know we got a thing. $2 from Mango Headsol. Uh, do anal people like anal? Help me out, Mr. Endoscopy. <laughs> it's the wrong end. Uh, probably not. Because, you know. No. Well, 
they'll be anal about it. They will be anal about it, yeah. All right. Uh, we got two more pieces of Switch news. Okay. I'm going to lump together. All right. Just, just plow through it. Hyperlight Drifter. Yes. Have you played it? No. It's very good. I've heard. It's a very good game. I've heard. I'm afraid to pull it up on screen because... We, All right. But the stream's been going well so far. Okay. And I don't want to screw the pooch here. Yeah. But uh, the guys who made Hyperlight Drifter are making a new game. It's called Solar Ash Kingdom. I loved Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah. It's a very good game. I was very excited when I heard this. Looked at the game. It's a 3D game. Okay. Hyperlight Drifter was a 2D top-down, sort of like uh, Link to the Past. Right. So this is 3D. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, boy. But it looks cool. Okay. Looks like a cool game. Uh, so that's coming to the Switch, I guess. Does it even say? Oh, uh, we'll make sure to keep it on. Oh, wait, let me just read the article. Yeah. Heart Machine is the name of the company. Uh, their lead developer, Alex Preston, ALX. I hope that's a typo. <laughs> uh, share the following statement with IGN. We strive to tell a beautiful story through our world, the atmosphere, our characters, and even our gameplay. Each aspect of our games are painstakingly considered which requires a large investment of time. Thanks for bearing with us and our relative silence. We're so excited to start opening up about the game and the process behind it on our uh, devlog and beyond. Um, at present, the game has only been confirmed for release through the Epic's Game Store <laughs> on PC. But more details about its launch are set to be released in the future. And we hope that this will include a version of the Switch. That's according to the Nintendo Life. God yeah. damn it. I mean, there's no reason why they can't put this on the Switch. Hyperlight Drifter released... Uh, it didn't release... It, it took a long time to come to the Switch. Right. So... Uh, I'm saying... I mean, hopefully it comes to the Switch also, but yeah. I'm thinking it could potentially take a really long time so i just watched the trailer and it, it you know it looks just like you know a setting piece where they show you the graphics mm -hmm. and like the world and then at the very end the the solar ash kingdom person just is rollerblading yes <laughs> just, it looks like it is so this is the spiritual sequel to acclaim's classic mid-2000s game aggressive inline i thought you were gonna say jack ryan radio no you say it wrong every time oh how do you say it well jet grind radio <laughs> There you go. Thank you. That's it. Uh, we'll lump in the same, same, same thing. Uh, the Messenger. You still haven't played it. I almost, bought, I almost bought it the other day. I bought the Sega Genesis Collection instead. I saw you boot that up the other day. Yeah, it's fun. It's a great conversation piece because I could show it to my friends of my age and be like, oh, man, that is cool. See if this works. Uh, I have my own, so I will okay. give that a shot. Yeah. can't believe you bought one. No. Uh, long story. Anyway... Well, yes, why don't Bob. you wait? Because according to Nintendo Wire, the Messenger is getting a physical release. The <clears> Messenger <throat> is the next in line to uh, of beloved Nintendo Switch indies to get a limited physical release, available only through special reserve games who have never heard of before. Yeah. The uh, pre-orders for the Switch or PlayStation 4, if you're into that, version go live on March 19th. That's pretty soon. With the game shipping out in June. That's a long time. Yeah. Pick up a physical copy of the Messenger for thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, that is so much money. I know. <laughs> and what is it on Switch? That's Twenty like, bucks. Yeah, that's like eighty yeah. percent of the price. Uh, I mean, one hundred and eighty percent. So yeah, Special Reserve Games is doing a physical release of the Messenger on PS four, 
and Switch. Yeah. It is a very, very good game. Mm -hmm. One of the best games of last year. Also, there's DLC coming out. Oh. Did I put that in the notes here? Doesn't look like no, it. No, I didn't. But there is DLC coming out for The Messenger. When is that? And they showed like a video of it from on Twitter. Yeah. And what they showed is basically the level from Shinobi 3 oh. when, when you're uh, surfing in the water. Yes. <laughs> it's basically that. Yes. Um, it just is coming in 2019. Nice. I think it might be at PAX. Ooh. But I didn't see, I yeah. didn't get an email about it. So I want to check that out. I'm looking at all the other games, special reserve games seems to have done. They did, they've got a whole bunch of Enter the Gungeon stuff. Um, it looks like they're also doing Downwell and Minute. Did you want a Downwell physical release? Yeah. How much is that? Because Downwell is It just $3. says coming soon in 2019. I'm not paying any more than $3 yeah. for Downwell, which they, is a very good game. They also, um, they, they did, it looks like a, that game Strafe. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah, they did like this really cool bundle for that where it came, comes with like floppy disks and a cassette tape. That's and, like awesome. a big box PC game. Uh, ooh, they did Shadow Warrior 2. The Big Wang Reserve. Mm. Uh, Absolver. The Ruiner. Oh, so they got they got a nice little nice little collection there. Uh, Good on you, not limited run games. Yeah, the... The Messenger GLC just still says uh, 2019. Yeah. Oh, wait. The entirely free DLC pack known as Picnic Panic, which was originally revealed last December, will also be playable at PAX East 2019. Maybe I'll actually play it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Also, we're still waiting on Celeste DLC. Yeah. That's what I was supposed to come out in January, and we still haven't seen anything about that. All right, moving on. What okay. is next? We got more stuff. Uh, oh, hey, this hey, is a big deal. There's a lot of Halo news. Yes. For uh, all my friends from high school. It looks... I heard... Somebody said this the other day, and I was like, that's a big deal. Uh, the Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. I thought that it was Halo Infinite. Well... That would have been a bigger deal. Well, this opens the door for Halo Infinite. True. Halo Infinite is confirmed to be at E3 this year. They, they might make that announcement. Like playable? Yeah. Confirmed playable? Well, they're going to have like stuff for it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It might be playable. According to Polygon, the Master Chief Collection will launch on Windows PC later this year. Developer 343 Industries announced today during an ep episode of Inside Xbox, which I didn't watch. I heard Inside Xbox is not good. It's not. <laughs> it's it's very not good. After years of console exclusivity, the French, they should they need to hire a host. What they need. Yeah, they need to hire two hosts from Long Island who also <laughs> happen to be related to each other. Uh, after years of... Con you mean the Moriarty brothers? Yes. After years of console exclusivity, the franchise compilation will be available to purchase from both the Microsoft Store and Steam. That's a big deal. That is also coming to Steam. That is the biggest news in this yeah. article, that it's also coming to Steam. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I would expect it just to be the Microsoft yeah. Store. Yeah. Because of all this little... PC segregation yeah. going on. Don't expect the entire Master Chief Collection to arrive at once, though. 343 Industries will first drop Halo Reach, which is not part of the Master Chief well, Collection. Well, I put uh, another article in there because the other big news was that Halo Reach is coming to the Master <laughs> Chief Collection. So 
You have the Master Chief. I had the Master It came free with my Xbox. So does that mean you're getting Reach now? I have to pay for it. Explain. Okay. The Halo the Master Chief Collection came with Halos 1 through 4. Correct. And all the DLC and online multiplayer and all that. Does that include ODST? No. Not that I want it. No. ODST is paid DLC. Okay. It was it was free if you like bought it within the first like six months, but I didn't. Weird. So I got to pay like I think five or ten bucks for it. Okay. It's not expensive, but now they're adding uh, Halo Reach to the Master Chief Collection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. The newly announced addition to the Master Chief Collection. After right. that, the 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 plan is, that there the, was, the plan. is to release each game in chronological order: Halo Combat Evolved, Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo Three All EST, and Halo Four, and then Reach, I guess. No, Reach is first, oh, okay. and then Halos. They're going to add Halos. Oh, ha- Reach will be the first on PC. Correct. Why? I guess that's the easiest because the latest. Yeah. That's dumb. Well, well, Combat Evolved was on PC. But like the original version of Combat Evolved, not the remastered version. All right. PC fans will be able to buy them on an individual basis as the developer works towards completing the full set. Three Four Industries' Brian, Brian, Brian. Jarrett <laughs> said the developer, with assistance from studios Splash Damage and Ruffian. Ruffian. Never heard of them. Is working to make the Master Chief Collection a, quote, First class experience on PC. Only Halo Combat Evolve and Halo 2 have ever launched on PC in the past. Microsoft released Combat Evolve on Mac and Windows in 2003, two years after the Xbox's of the game's Xbox debut. Halo 2 followed in 2007, nearly three full years after it hit Xbox. There's no specific date for Halo the Master Chief Collection to begin its rollout on PC, so keep your ear to the ground for now. They said that they want to. They're, they're going to release the games individually, so that you know they're not waiting and waiting and waiting for everything to come. You know, they figured you know roll it out so that at least the fans get something. Mm. I thought it was interesting when I read that uh, Halo Combat Evolved released on Mac and Windows in 2003. Well, it was originally supposed to be a Mac game, right? Then I yeah. remembered Bungie was a Mac developer yeah. before Microsoft ate them up. Yeah. Um. That's kind of cool. That they yeah. still let that happen. They were like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can make it. You can just do it. Uh, so, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Here's the thing. I think playing Halo with a keyboard or mouse is sacrilegious. Kind of is. Because Halo pioneered uh, modern first-person shooter controls mm-hmm. on console, and it was a freaking console game when yeah. it came out. It was Microsoft's yeah. flagship. It was Xbox's flagship title. Yeah. So, still is. Yeah. So. So it still is, even though there hasn't been one in forever. Yeah. Um, so don't play it on PC. And if you do, <laughs> plug a controller into it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll have controller support. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Every freaking. Um, but I mean, this is a big now. deal because Microsoft has been moving more towards like cross platform play for years now. A while back, they said every exclusive, every Xbox exclusive will also be playable on PC. And, like, everyone was wondering, what about Halo? This is, like, the first step towards that. I guarantee you, now because of this, Infinite will also be, debut on PC. This is, yeah. Maybe Halo, not on Steam, but definitely on the Microsoft Store. Halo is inch Halo. Microsoft is inching more and more towards their service. Correct. Their plan, like, Xbox and PC yeah. singularity. Yeah. 
this is more evidence to that and when halo infinite if halo infinite also launches day and date with pc that's it yeah they 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 are full-fledged singularity between xbox and pc they don't Mm -hmm. care what you buy yeah as long as you're just playing their game all right which is cool yeah i mean listen i'm all for more people being able to play the game i should also note that uh the halo reach will be updated with uh 4k resolution hdr graphics and 60 frames per second just like all the other games in the master chief collection got um can't wait for those 4k yeah animations uh halo reaches multiplayer content including the forge and the theater will be automatically included for everyone who owns the master chief collection while reaches campaign and firefight experiences will be offered together as a premium digital add-on Xbox Game Pass subscribers will have access to the entirety of Halo Reach within the Master Chief Collection as part of their subscription. Halo Reach will look and play just as great when it lands on Microsoft Store and PC and Steam uh, with campaign, multiplayer, and firefight available for purchase as the first step in this PC journey. All right, anyway, hey, Will, Anthem. Check it out. There's more Anthem news. Oh, boy. Can't wait to hear it. Oh, uh, poor Anthem. Anthem players have found a scaling bug that rewards removing gear. This is just more... We talked about Anthem last week. I forgot why. Oh, because it was breaking people's consoles. Yes. Uh, hey, it's guess what? It's still broken. Oh, boy. I'm not going to read the whole article. Yeah. Let, let me see if I can just find the meat of it. Uh, usually just skip the first paragraph. This is according to Polygon. A brief explanation is that removing your support items increases your damage because the most recent patch scales damage based off of your average item level removing low level items doesn't make the slot a zero it removes that slot from the average calculation altogether that means that unless you have a full set of end game gear it's mathematically more powerful to just abandon the low level items that would drag your average down you will do as much damage as you would if you were decked out in the best gear around. So, so here's how. Here, yeah, explain. I, that. I'm I'm thinking about it like Destiny. Okay. So in Destiny, you have a helmet piece. Uh-huh. You have your your uh, your chest piece. You right. Your leg piece. Okay. You got your gun. Right. All of those add to your light level. Right. So if your head's 100, your body's 100, your legs are 100, and your gun's 100, that's 400 light level. Right. All right? Okay. Feeling me? I'm following you. Anthem takes an average of all of those. Okay. It doesn't add them all up. Right. It's taking an average. Okay. So if you've got a headpiece that's 100, a body piece that's 50, mm-hmm. a leg piece that's 100, and a gun that's 100, instead of 350... It's 75 or something. Yeah, it's something yeah. weird. So... If you want to get it all up to 100%, you just take the body piece out, whatever is the lowest, and you take that out, and then it averages to 100%, and then you're maxed out. Okay. So in order to achieve the max, you just get like one item that's a max and remove the support gear, and you're max. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Game's broken. Yeah. The moral of the story is game's stupid and broken. It's a shame because it looks so beautiful and so much fun to play from what I've seen, Mm -hmm. but... All I've ever heard is about how broken the game is. Yeah, this is not a good look for Bioware or EA. It's sad, though, because I heard all the same stuff about Mass Effect, and Mass Effect was good. But I feel like because this relies so much on like online communities and online stuff, like it just makes everything that much worse. Yeah. This doesn't sound like a game Bioware wanted to make. 
no so much as much as like this was ea saying like we need something like this because this is the market follow the market it's sad yeah so now they're probably gonna close down bioware and say oh it was their fault (laughs) (laughs) yahtzee crochet had a good bit because he reviewed uh he reviewed anthem last week and he said uh oh ea is like a petulant child always wants you know, trying to chase market trends. And Bioware's like, uh, you have the Star Wars license. Can we make uh, KOTOR 3? No, you have to make Anthem. You have to make Anthem. Then Anthem comes out and doesn't do good. Why did you make Anthem? You should have made a Star Wars game. E- EA needs to be stopped. Better. <laughs> Somebody needs to buy Bioware from EA. Yes. Sony should do it. Microsoft, you have all that money. You oh, buy Microsoft. Stu- you buy up studios left and right. You, you worked with them with KOTOR and Jade Empire. And the original Mass Effect. All right, they got to do it. Yeah. Now would be a good time because Anthem's out. What do they have in the pipeline? Yeah, nothing. So. Anthem support. <laughs> uh, the end of this article says, Indeed, the sense of progression and growth is one of the most important parts of a, of a loot shooter. A javelin is meant to be a powerful tool and an expression of a freelancer's personality. There's a lot of Anthem words in there. Yeah. Javelin is the armor mm-hmm. or like the suit. Freelancer is what you are in the game. Hopefully, Bioware can tweak their systems to make equipping a Javelin much more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what you should play instead of this game? Warframe. Yeah. It's like the same situation. Going yeah. Uh, what was that? What did we get here? Right, we got $5 from my very best friend on the planet, LKM Cherokee. Uh, hey, Will. Thoughts on Flash 66 and Batman the Grim Knight. Also, thoughts on all the comics I didn't read from last week and still haven't read. <laughs> um Flash 66 was, yeah, fine, I guess. Um, Batman the Grim Knight was cool. Uh, I liked all the twists and stuff they did with uh, Batman's origin for this new, like, Grim Knight Punisher version of Batman. Um, That was about it. I'm not as into that as, like, every other critic on the internet seems to be. Also, I'm not a big fan of Eduardo Rizzo's artwork. I'm sorry. Everybody loves him, but I think he's just okay. Ignoring all of that, and while we're on the yes. topic of Anthem, yeah. I want to talk about The Division. I was very excited for The Division when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I waited two and a half hours to play it at E3. Immediately disappointed at how it played. Yeah. Uh, did not like it when it came out. Yeah. The Division 2's out. Yes. Well, I think it's out for people who pre-ordered the game. Yeah, something like that. Because they like stagger releases now. I'm just so not interested at all. Like, yeah. I used to love these types of games like The Division, Anthem, Destiny, yeah. even Warframe. Like th- these are the types of games that I was really hoping for cuz I like I don't like I don't like MMOs because mm-hmm. most of them have these like weird game mechanics that I'm just not into. Yeah. But this gives me great game mechanics. It's a first person shooter or third yeah. person shooter in some cases. It gives you game mechanics that you're used to. That I like. Yeah. Like, I like these game mechanics, and it gives me something to strive for with the RPG elements, you know? Mm-hmm. As much as I don't like RPGs, it's because of the game mechanics that yeah. are mostly associated with it. But, um, yeah, I, I, it's, like, sad. Like, I wanted to try Anthem, but now all this crap's going on saying it's not good. Yeah. I, want to try the, I wanted to try The Division, but I'm just super not interested at all because yeah. it's just... The first one was so bad, and it doesn't look like 
they made any strides to make it any different. Yeah. No, you know? it looks almost it looks, exactly the same. It looks exactly the same, except now you can jump over fences. And now it takes place in Washington, D.C. Yeah, which is less interesting. Yeah. It was freaking New York, and it was awesome when it was in New yeah. York. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to know if they ever changed... Uh, like, if if I'm a level 10 and you're a level 5, are all the enemies going to be level 10 again? Yeah. That's what it was in the first game. That made it impossible to play with anybody. All right. Anyway. Uh, what's next? Uh, this is, oh, no. This is me. Random. Extremely rare Nintendo World Championships cartridge found in an attic. Oh, yeah. I read. I watched the, the Metal Jesus Rocks video on this. I did not. I, I saw it in my suggested. I don't like how she's wearing uh... gloves. Yeah. Well, how else oh. are you going to take apart if this is authentic? <laughs> no. I'm happy she's wearing the gloves. Mm-hmm. The thumbnail looks weird. I'm weirded out by it. Okay. <laughs> it's like she's making a sandwich with that. <laughs> uh, while you can pick up many NES games for next to nothing, there are several cartridges that fetch eye-watering prices these days, especially in good condition. Just last month, a mint, unopened copy of the original Super Smash Mario Brothers sold for over $100,000. Sorry. Uh, that's all well and good, but Super Mario Bros. cards are ten a penny. It's the rarities like stadium events or the Nintendo World Championship cartridge that really gets our juices flowing. Oh, boy. This is Nintendo Life's words, not mine. Yeah. And to seem like a copy of the latter has surfaced in the wild. The cartridge was produced in very limited numbers for finalists of the 1990s Nintendo World Championships in the U.S. Two variants exist, gold and gray. And they're among the most sought-after items for video game collectors, occasionally cropping up uh, and commanding impressive prices. The video below from retro gaming YouTuber Metal Jesus details the latest super rare find. The gamer in question, Tim, found the, at the game in his attic and contacted Metal Jesus for advice. His brother apparently played in the tournament, which explains how it came to be in his possession. Heading to Pink Gorilla Games in Seattle, he got the cartridge authenticated, and it appears to be legitimate. There's still time to raid the piggy bank if you need the unique piece of Nintendo history in your life. You'll need one hell of a piggy bank, though. According to the video, Tim has already had an offer for $23,000 for the cart. If you'll excuse us, we're off to double the... Tri- okay, I'm not reading the rest. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants this. Nintendo World Championship is, at this point, the rarest and most sought-after collectible in all of video games. The most valuable, I should also add. Especially the gold card version. But the gray card version is still rare and, you know, will obviously catch a pretty penny. So the gold card is what they... Is what the winner got? No. No? So I looked this up before... Because uh, I wasn't sure about what the differences were. I think the gray card is what the winners got. The gold cart was a contest for Nintendo Power. The gold cart? Yes. Oh. I the, thought the gray cart was what they played on or something. It might be what they played on and then they got to keep it. Oh, okay. Because it has switches yeah. visible. Yeah. That you... so they both do. The gray oh, and the gold. Okay. Uh, Nintendo World Championships competition was based on a custom NES cartridge by the same name. 90 copies exist of the official gray cartridge given to finalists after the championship's conclusion. Okay. 
another 26 copies exist in gold uh, and were given as prizes in a separate contest held by Nintendo Power Magazine. Ah, so you're right. The cartridge is considered to be the most valuable NES cartridge ever released and is one of the rarest with collectors having paid more than $15,000 per copy. I should note that the gold card has been known to go for at least thirty or $40,000. <laughs> I think the most expensive game to be sold at auction was recently the Super Mario Brothers one. Right, because that was complete sealed in box. Yeah, and $100,000. Yeah. I would like also like to note we have a complete sealed in box version of Super Mario Brothers. But I mean, I'm sorry, not sealed. Yeah, it's I was going to say. <laughs> that goes for about 15 bucks. So 15 bucks versus $100,000. But still, like, I remember seeing uh, Frank Cifaldi, uh noted video game historian and archivist, said that the f- the first video game to sell at auction for a million dollars will be Super Mario Brothers because of its you know importance in popular culture. He he says that is the equivalent of action comics. Interesting. Yeah, it'll probably take like. 50 years for that yeah time. probably but. and the reason why this super mario brothers sold for so much was because it was still sealed and the first run yeah uh i think this links to an article yeah nope it does not link to an article never mind oh wait no this this might uh, according to U.S. Gamer, the copy was purchased by a group on 6th of February, comprised of various collectors. Okay, yeah, but what's the... The reason it fetched such a high price is linked to it the rarity between 1985 and 1986 in New York and L.A. At the test market launches, Nintendo sold a total of two NES cartridges in, quote, sticker-sealed boxes. Instead of the usual shrink wrap, yeah. this version is one of the two original sticker copies and has been and has, has never, never been, been opened. opened. So, if you see a sealed copy of the original Super Mario Bros., it'll probably be a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but this is sticker sealed. This is with a sticker. Mm-hmm. And it was only sold at the test markets in New York and L.A. Therefore, this is a hundred yeah. thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, a hundred thousand, a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. $100,150. They had an extra $150 yeah. to throw in there. Somebody raised their hand and was yeah. like, uh, okay, fine. I mean, I'm already losing 100 Yeah. And it's rated a 9.4. That's good. Ours is rated very good, I have to say. Yeah. Also, it's one of the one of the five... Uh, five screw ones? Five screw ones. So it's probably a Famicom game with a converter in it. Yes. That's, I think that's what that means. Yes. It's one of the early ones. Yeah. That means it's an early one. We mm-hmm. have a couple copies. Yeah. I want... One of the copies I don't have of the original Super Mario Brothers is the one that's Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt and Stadium events. Track and field. Track and field. Yeah. Track and duck. Uh, track yeah. and field. Yes. I don't have that one, which I still have video games in New York, but everything there's expensive. All right. Oh, hey, we got a notification. Track me. Sorry, it's track me. Zombie Moose 82 with $2. Will uh, NXT Xbox finally... Will the next Xbox finally... Utilize its VR properties. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure next generation consoles will have some sort of VR capabilities. Whether or not you will use them, that's another story. It'll be, I'm sure it'll have some sort of integration with HoloLens. Yeah. Because Microsoft is doubling down on HoloLens yeah. instead of straight up VR. Uh, maybe it'll have some integration with Oculus. Maybe. But uh, the next Xbox is going to be 
more similar to a PC, I would bet. So yeah. I'm sure it'll have some sort of stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Nobody's going to use it. Uh, it. VR isn't... VR came and went. Yeah. Uh, even though here we are with freaking Nintendo yeah. making their VR thing like four years late. Got Game 40 with $5. Why are your podcasts not on Spotify? Uh, you tell me, God Game. So I will just give you a little inside baseball. It is actually surprisingly difficult to get your podcast onto Spotify. Unless you put it on Anchor. But or, I don't like Anchor anymore. Or another like partnered service or whatever. Like it's not as easy to get your podcast on Spotify as it is iTunes or Google Play or like a lot of the other stores. So we've tried several times, several different ways to get our get this podcast on on Spotify to no avail. Without using Anchor. Without using Anchor. Because we tried using Anchor and that was the week where we were just taken off of everything. Yeah. Because Anchor screwed, screwed us up. Um that said, we're not going to give up trying to get on Spotify. It's just, it's not a priority for us right now yeah. because it is such a pain in the ass. We should reapply because yeah. we got the we got the listens, baby. Yeah. Uh, hey, what else do we got here? Marvel What If series coming to Disney. Yes. Uh, hold on, let me pull that up. Uh, slash Films. Uh, we have exclusively learned that Marvel Studios will be producing a new television series for the Disney Plus streaming service based on the popular What If comic series. This new animated show will be overseen by Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios, but the stories will not be canon with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, like the comics, the animated anthology series will provide stories that explore how the Marvel Cinematic Universe might have unfolded if key moments in its history had not occurred as they did in the recognized canon. For example, one of the episodes will adapt What If Volume 1, Issue 47, which explored the idea of what if Loki had found the hammer uh, found the hammer instead of Thor. The idea is that they could potentially have some of the main actors from the live-action Marvel Cinematic Universe reprise their roles in the animated series, which would imagine alternate possibilities for... for um, bleh, 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 which could imagine alternate possibilities from another dimension. The time commitment for voice acting is a whole lot less than this thing keeps just spazzing out with ads and I lost my place. Everything's going to hell. This is, a, this is actually a really cool idea. I yeah. Actually really like yeah. It. So bottom line is the scuttlebutt is that they want to do an animated uh, Marvel What If, which would reimagine the Marvel Cinematic Universe in different ways. It's an anthology series, so every episode would be different. And it would use the same actors from the MCU just as, uh, as voice acting. That's really cool. Yeah. For it, bottom, uh, Marvel What If is kind of similar to DC's Elseworlds. The main difference is Elseworlds is like completely whacked out. And Marvel What If is a lot simpler. It's things like, you know, what if Captain America was thawed in the 1990s instead of, you know, way back when? What if uh, Spider-Man, you know, w wasn't bitten by the radioactive spider? What if, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four immediately after getting bitten? What if Gwen Stacy lived? Things like that. Uh, they didn't mention if it's going to be 2D or 3D. No. I, I, I would love if it was 2D. There's not a lot of 2D stuff. Going yeah, on. I'd imagine it'd be 2D because I feel like that might be easier for them to do. I don't know. I feel like 3D is easy now. It's easy, yeah. And that's why people opt for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like 2D because like, they can just do that and like, not, not Flash doesn't exist anymore. But like a program like that. Or just ship it to Korea. Well, it's anime, which is yeah. the same as Flash. Yeah. Um, this is a good one. Uh, what if the original Marvel bullpen had become the Fantastic Four? So, like, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Saul Bronski, oh my God. and um, 
what? Uh, of course, I've got the woman's name, like because I'm a sexist pig. You're sexist pig. Uh, Stupid sexist will. Yeah, but yeah, things like that. Hey, thanks for the two dollars. Got game. Hey, so where can I get some wolf merch? Also, uh, this wasn't a super chat. But our father our in the father, chat. Hey, Will, where can I get a cool hat you're wearing? Well, you can go over to wolfdenapparel.com and get yourself some cool things like this hat right here. Uh, not the shirt I'm wearing, but we got shirts. We got flannels. We got sweatshirts. Uh, I don't know about the flannels. So we, uh, flannels. flannels yeah, we, we, got, we got things that you can buy. Just like Will's going to do right after this because his hat's a little gross. Or, he needs to order a new one. Or I could just clean the hat. It's just, just lint. I can't. It's it's free. Free. Just get yourself a new hat. Yes, yeah, it's, it's free for us, not for them. That's not true. fair to it's them. It's not free to you. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, anyway, this is cool. I like. Does it say anything about when it's happening? Uh, no. But uh, I I heard somewhere that like Disney is going to eventually like within the next like month or so finally like talk about talk more about Disney Plus, like what's actually coming, when it's going to launch, the platforms it'll be on, things like that. If this is uh, one-off episodes for this one if, what if, I will be super inclined to watch it. Yeah. I feel like that's the best way to do this. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, there's a Google gaming console? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if you saw, like, a couple of weeks ago, there was, like, that mock-up of um, the Google controller. Yeah. Which everybody thought was real, but it totally that was wasn't. Like, that was, like, two days ago. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean it totally wasn't? It's not. It's it was a like a patent design thing, but somebody like mocked it up to make it look like a final product, uh, and it wasn't. It doesn't. It didn't look very. Good. Yeah, it looked very uncomfortable. Um, and I should note that this Ars Technica article just took the old Apple Pippin and just photoshopped Google stuff on it, so that's not what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, Google showing up at game developers conference isn't a huge deal. The company does this pretty much every year. Android smartphones and Google Play are pretty big gaming platforms after all. Uh, this year, though, is different. Google has been sending out vague teasers since last month for a GDC event, but as the date approaches, the company has been dropping more and more hints of exactly what is it what it is announcing. Google is launching video game hardware for the pop for the Project Stream platform. A new YouTube video for the event posted today asks people to gather around as we will unveil Google's vision for the future of gaming at GDC 19. Google recently wrapped up the Project Stream beta test, which streamed the full version of Assassin's Creed Odyssey from the internet to any desktop version of Chrome. The game, pla- the game streaming platform certainly fits in the vision of the future of gaming, but this is still a piece of software. Uh, Google hardware. There are two big pieces of evidence that this is a hardware announcement. First, Google is heavily uh, compartmentalized company, and the person promoting this event on Twitter is none other than Risk Osterlaw. Google's senior vice president of hardware. Uh, Osterlaw is behind the division that brought us the Pixel phone, Google Home, and every other Google hardware product. His involvement might be a solid sign that, yes, this is new hardware coming. The second big piece of evidence is that Google is also hosting a teaser page on store.google.com, the Google Store. Uh, The Google hardware, oh, sorry, that, that meant to be read like this. The second piece of evidence is that Google is hosting a teaser page on store.google.com. The Google Store. (laughs) The Google Hardware Store. Google could host Uh. a teaser page for any of its thousands of subdomains, but for some mysterious reason, emphasis theirs, it picked the Google Store. The Google Store doesn't sell software. That would be Google Play. The Google Store only sells hardware, things like smartphones and tablets and laptops and home speakers. Soon, apparently, it will also sell video game hardware. 
According to a report from the information subscription required, uh, Google's gaming hardware was reportedly codenamed Yeti, um, or for WCW fans, Yeti, um, and has been in the works for That's Google That's stupid. for over three years. Uh, now, we can only guess that Google gaming hardware might look like in 2014. The company co-designed the Google Nexus player with a Zeus, uh, which was a dead simple combination of smartphone parts in a disc-shaped box, a TV remote, and a generic Xbox-style controller. This device was primary Android TV in a box, um, but a gaming streaming console could look similar to this. There's also this patent of a Google of a generic-looking controller that made the news news rounds the other day. That's the one we were talking about before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, it sounds like, and it just goes on and on and on. So it sounds like Google is making gaming hardware. The most probable thing that they're going to talk about is is the cloud service that they have. Yeah. But the evidence that it's hardware is weird. Yeah. I think if any company is going to jump into game consoles, Google is the one to make something great. Yeah. But it's weird. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like their mentality with hardware is, yeah you know project stream could be you know you can do it in any browser or theoretically any device but for a lot of people video games is still a box that you plug into your tv so this might be like their gateway into that right so we'll create a box that's just dedicated to the streaming games so people can like plug it into their tv and then the next step once they're hooked on that we'll show them oh you can also access these same games with the same quality on your pc Oh, you can also do this from your tablet. Oh, you can also do this from your refrigerator that also apparently has a screen on it. I think if it's hardware, it's most certainly going to be a streaming box. Yeah, certainly. There's no way. Well, it'll be definitely be a streaming box. But again, um, this is the same th- feelings I have about the Microsoft streaming-only system. There has to be some sort of hard drive in there so that people can also download games directly to it. Because, yeah, streaming is great. Streaming is the future. But still, in 2019... Streaming video games is not a hundred percent in the entire United States. Right. You know, there still needs to be some way to download the games directly to the system so that people can play it offline. I think that um, <laughs> Google saw the saw that video games were going the way of streaming. Yeah. And uh, they didn't see any big companies making that move. Yeah. And they said we could do that, and we yeah. could do that very easily because we're freaking Google. Mm-hmm. And they didn't realize that Microsoft was working on the same stuff. Yeah. And they've probably been working on this for years. Yeah. So it's it's very hard for a non Nintendo company to just like come in and say, hey, we're also making a video game system. Like, yes, Sony did it, and yes, Microsoft did it, but they're like one in a million compared to everyone else who yeah, did a, it. A lot of other people tried, yeah, and failed miserably. Uh, Philips, Philips, uh, 3DO, uh, Atari, <laughs> Atari, yeah, they they failed big time. They after came the in, came out, yeah. came in, came out. Um, Amazon, when the Fire TV boxes came out, they made a big push that this was this was going to be a gaming device. They had their own controller for it. They bought Double Helix specifically to make games for Who it. Who bought Ouya? I don't think anybody bought Ouya. But yeah, Amazon of all people tried to make a big push for home video game making, and like that's gone nowhere. Um, yeah, well, they maybe were trying to work on some sort of integration with a Fire Stick or like a Fire console. Yeah, well, yeah, the Fire, the the Fire Box, like you can get a controller for it. Uh, its software assets were sold to Razer Inc., who announced the discontinuation of the Ouya console in July 2015. 
Damn. Razor bought it and said goodbye. Yeah. Razor bought it just to smack it down. Um. So, yeah, I think if anybody can jump into gaming, it's Google. But don't get your hopes up. You're not getting a freaking new Xbox. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be one of those. It's going to be yeah. like a weird. Sort it's going to basically like, be an Apple TV. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If you walk into the Apple store, they have Fortnite set up on an Apple TV. It's yeah. Crazy. So you expect something like that. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a premium streaming device like yeah. Apple TV, but with controller support. I think that streaming games is farther along than you think when you say that there needs to be a hard drive in it. Yeah. I think that there's ways to get the latency super down, but it's still not going to be like the as good as having it on the yeah. console itself. But most people, I don't think, are going to be able to tell the difference. Did Amazon discontinue the regular Fire TVs? What? Now is it all 4K and stuff? Well, no. Because remember, was, they had like the Amazon Fire TV and then the stick. And then eventually they came with like the cube. Now it's just the, the Amazon Fire TV stick, the 4K stick, and the cube. There's no like little hockey puck thing anymore. Oh, uh, right, right, right. There's the recast, but that just, you know, is like a DVR thing. Because I, I, want, I want to see if they even still sell, like, the video game controller, and I don't think they do. I also want to add, if Google's making a, a console or some sort of gaming situation, they damn well better partner with some gaming YouTubers. Yeah. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind if they don't tap into gaming YouTubers. They probably tonight. won't. I know. They probably won't. Anyway, Video Punk's $5. I think Google is making a cheaper stream box. Than Microsoft, so you can play Xbox on the Google Box instead. That's a thing that could happen. Yeah, Microsoft doesn't seem to care. No, they're playing their stuff. Uh, so I could see that. Yeah. All right, let's plow through these other stories. We yeah. got one more, and then uh, yeah, and then in Captain Marvel and unboxing. Okay, Spider-Man movies and TV shows coming for the next right. seven years. Yep. I hope you like Spider-Man. I hope you like Spider-Man movies. I do. Especially Spider-Man movies that don't star Spider-Man. No, I don't. Uh, Is that what this is about? Sony, which has recently released the financially successful Venom and the highly critically successful Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Notice the wording there in this IGN article. (laughs) uh, Is teasing it has the next seven or eight years of its Marvel properties laid out both in movies and TV. Give it up. In an interview with Variety, Sony Pictures Entertainment Chairman Tony something or other and Sony Pictures Television Chairman Mike Hopkins uh, discussed Sony's plans for Spider-Man related properties in the future and it appears Sony has a pretty clear vision of where they're going. We have the next seven or eight years laid out as what we're going to do with the with that asset, and that will not only be on the film side, but also on the TV side. Uh, our television group will have its own set of characters from within this universe uh, that we will seek to develop. According to Hopkins, the team on the television side is pretty far down the road in terms of working through which characters we think uh, could be the star of their own series. We're developing a lot of Marvel-related content, and I think that will will be out in the market very soon with some really with something really really big and transformational for us, because we're not done because we've not done any shows with Marvel before. Um, so that's the big piece of development that we're onto. Uh, I think we aspire to have several shows in the universe that we create and can pollinate between each other, and to be working with a partner to make that happen. It's unclear if Sony intends to partner with a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu. Or to facilitate, uh, in order to facilitate his Marvel shows, Hopkins reportedly uh, didn't deny that Disney Plus streaming service is also a potential name in the mix. 
Sony has several Spider-Man spin-off movies in development, including the Jared Leto's Morbius movie. I know one person who's interested in that, um, which recently released its first on-set photos, as well as a Black Cat, Silver Sable, Craving the Hunter, and Silk movies. Stop. There are two Marvel Sony. There are there are two Marvel Sony movies set for a 2020 release. One of them is more is Morbius, and the other is likely a sequel to Venom. On top of this. The critically acclaimed animated Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is reportedly getting a sequel and an all-female spinoff. On top of this, oh. Sony is reportedly planning one or more television shows based on characters from Into the Spider-Verse. Hey, man, I'm glad we're getting more Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. But they gotta stop with this Venom stuff. Yeah. Venom, I can't believe it did as well as it did. Me neither. Even though it was so bad. It flabbergasts. It doesn't, like... I get it made a lot of money. Venom's a very popular character. It flabbergasts me that it made more money than Justice League. <laughs> and that's not Venom's fault. That's Warner Brothers doing such a bad job with Justice League. Yeah, and it's the international yeah. audience. Um, I can't believe they saw... Somebody was like, here's all the money this movie made. Let's do it with another... With an even more B-rate villain. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, it's... You know, they had something good with Into the Spider-Verse. They had something really good with Into the Spider-Verse. But now they're just like, hey, we still got it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just do this. Now they're milking it. Yeah. Oh, it's a good... this, is gonna, this could only go poorly. It's a good thing that Kevin Feige has his hand in actual Spider-Man movies. Yes. Because otherwise, I don't know what I would do. Spider-Man Homecoming looks good. <laughs> Far from home, you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming was good. Yes. Well, I'm not looking forward to any of that. One. No, uh, but none of it. I still haven't even seen Into the Spider-Verse. You should. It's it's very good. I heard it's very Oh, wait. It's streaming now. It, no, it's download to own. You can't rent it? No. That's dumb. Yeah. That, I figured that out. They What they do is they release it for, on digital first to buy, and then when it comes out on DVD, uh, they'll, also, they'll allow it to rent. Oh. Uh. Hey, Tim Carr in the chat says, I just hope the Google console has the X button in a different place than the other consoles. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you want to talk about Captain Marvel? Yeah. We both saw Captain Marvel. Should we spoil it? Let's go as far as we can without spoiling it. And see what happens. And see what happens. Yeah. Mecha Dragon with $5. Hey, Bob, any tips or advice for being for a beginner like me who wants to learn how to draw? Yes. Learn anatomy. Get really good at, pra at practicing anatomy and drawing from life as much as possible. Just try to get books that show you anatomy and try to copy what you see in the book. That's it. Mm -hmm. And and if, if you're really beginning, try to break everything you see down into shapes. Like learn the head shape as a circle with a little like trapezoid on the bottom, you know, stuff like that. All right, so anyway, Captain Marvel. Yes. We both saw it. Yes. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was very good. Uh, I've seen a lot of people who are saying that it wasn't that good, and I think that they're crazy. You know what I think the thing is? It didn't really do anything substantially new or different from the other Marvel films. Right. It, it, for all intents and purposes, it was like a B- Marvel movie. It would be I level know Marvel what they movie. were expecting, though. I think, I think a, another big problem is they released it a month before Endgame. Yeah, so there's this, all this true. hype around, like, this is a big deal. This is important. This is 
you know, going to change the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's coming out right before the biggest movie they've ever done. Yeah, that set expectations a little too yeah. wonky. If this movie came out at the beginning of Phase 3, we would not be having this conversation. Right. Like, you know, people would not be as disappointed in it as they are. But it didn't. <laughs> I, I, I was expecting just a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know? Well, like, I think that's another thing, too. Like, and all... I, I say this all the time. All Marvel movies are good. Yes. They're, the ones that are not... The ones that people say are bad are still good movies. Yeah. Uh, they're just not they're as not good as, good as, as like the Marvel best movies. ones. Yeah. I thought this was great. I put it up there. You know, a lot of people really? are putting it towards the bottom of their list. I... This, see, because I'm putting this in the middle. Yeah. I, well, I, I put it on like... Maybe like five places above the middle. Something like that, you know? In the in the top half, yeah, I would put it. I guess. But towards the bottom of the top half. Yeah. You know, it was it's certainly a good movie. Like I'm not I'm not taking that away from it. Yeah. Just because it's in the middle doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. It's still a gr- like I still really, really liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed myself during it. Uh I only had one problem. My biggest problem was with one scene. Um, it is not even like really an important scene. It's like when it's when she's changes the color of her costume to the blue and gold, blue, yeah. red, and gold. Because she's going through all the colors and stuff. You know, there's even a point where she wears green and white, like the original Cap, like the very first appearance of Captain Marvel. And then finally she's like, you know what I'll do? I'll make it like your shirt. And she makes it the red, blue, and gold co- costume. And it's great. The problem is the movie, t- that scene takes place at night in the dark. <laughs> if you're going to do a big reveal of the color of the costume, Show us the color of the costume in in the light. I thought there was a lot of weird, like, campy stuff. There was. They leaned a lot of, like, the 90s nostalgia hard. Like, especially, like, you know, there's a fight scene that goes to I'm Just a Girl by No Doubt. That, that, was, the, that was the time that I sighed the hardest. Yeah. That was, and I'm mad because that scene had a jukebox in it. It could, I, it could have been anything. And like if like they had kicked the person into this isn't really a spoiler if they kicked the person into the jukebox and that happened to start playing I would have been for it but no it's non-diegetic which means that like it's supposed to be a reference to us the characters yes. aren't aware of it I noticed that too yeah. I I thought if it was coming from the jukebox it's fine yeah but it wasn't it, it wasn't was, it was it's little things soundtrack. like that yeah uh, like if they when they fought away from the jukebox if it got like quieter yeah. that would have been cool that would have been cool they they didn't no. do that. Uh, that that was the worst, like, campy, lame thing that happened. Yeah. But if that's the lamest you can get, it's it wasn't that lame. Yeah. Know, the whole movie overall. Uh, I thought it wasn't too. Uh, I, I I liked a lot of a lot of uh, the 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 movie. It was good. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> it they, they uh, it's the first time we're seeing this character. We, we're introduced to a completely new character. Yeah, um, and I think they did a great job. Yeah, I think they did in. very good. People ju- were complaining that she doesn't, uh, she was uh, no emotion in the trailers or anything. Yeah, and that was their biggest problem with her. I think she goes through cycles of like being f- like in the beginning she's very funny and like silly, yeah. and then all of a sudden she like completely loses that. Well, she's going through a wide range of emotion- emotions throughout the film. You know, yeah. she's l- she's learning about herself throughout the course of the movie. She's learning about, you know, this new world that she's on. She's, like, actually making friends with people, which is something she didn't really have for a while. So, like, she's, you know, it's, she just goes through the... She has a natural arc, as it were. Yeah. 
I didn't mind that her mood changed through yeah. the whole thing. I, I which thought, is which is you know that's a sign of a good character that they changed throughout the film. Yeah, people were so. expecting it to be the, either like Spider Man where it's silly the whole where yeah. you're like you know there's making jokes all the time yeah. or you're freaking uh, the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, the Punisher or or Iron Man three. Yeah, you know. Oh hey, thank you for the twenty dollars, Ardilly. Why is bacon so awesome? Only dirty work utilized a jukebox to its fullest. That's true. Only dirty work did. I don't use... know that. So dirty work uh, is a. Norm Macdonald movie directed by Bob Saget. <laughs> it's a great movie. But there's a part where uh, Chris Farley, like they're fighting in a bar and Chris Farley is like, oh man, we need some fight music. So he presses like B7. The guy's like, no dude, you hit B8. And it plays, if you like pina coladas. <laughs> and that's the fight music. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I uh, I liked the Nine Inch Nails during that one. Not Nine Inch Nails. Uh she was in Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana that that was cool. Part. Yeah, that, and, that played well, and that was cool because it was not in a part that should have had a song like that. Yeah, you know, it, but it the the, yeah. the juxtaposition was good. Yeah, um, but it also there wasn't a jukebox or anything, so it was like very obvious that it was a soundtrack. Yeah. to the thing, it was that was cool, but. I'm just a girl was a little too on the nose. There, yes. You know, mm-hmm. like we get it. We yeah. get what you're going for. Um, I, I have to compare this to Wonder Woman. I, I was, I was waiting for this. I didn't, I hated Wonder Woman. I know. I did not like it. Yeah. I thought they, I thought they were going, I thought I, like, I was like, I feel like I'm a crazy person. Why is there slow motion of her? Like flicking her hair. I don't care about this. They're leading too hard into the whole woman part, you know? They did some of that stuff in Captain Marvel, but I didn't feel like it was being forced down my throat. Okay. I think you are 100% wrong. <laughs> I feel like the the feminism, if, we, if we're going to go down the route, was much more apparent in Captain Marvel. I feel like Wonder Woman is a much stronger movie overall because Wonder Woman was not trying to fit into anything. It wasn't trying to... It, it was trying to be its own thing, and I feel like because it wasn't adhering to a certain formula, and because it had a, the singular vision of Patty Jenkins, it it felt stronger overall. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I think that's crazy. I, I think th- you are crazy. I think it was a bad movie. I think, like, period. honestly, the more I think about Wonder Woman, the more I like it. That, I think you're crazy. I think you... I thought it was so... Here's, here's... I rate a movie based on how much fun I'm having while I'm watching it, and... Uh, how invested I am with the characters. Wonder Woman, I just wanted to get out of the theater. I was like, I am not. I don't care what happens in this movie. I don't care what happens to any of these people. They're all making the dumbest decisions <laughs> in the world. I I want to leave. But Captain Marvel, I was stoked for what was going to happen there. Right. I was super invested in all of the characters. I thought it was really cool, uh, especially some of the changes. Like there was there, there were was, a lot of changes to Captain were, Marvel that were really good. The yeah. characters, like you know, like they're. they're a lot of them like change throughout the movie and you're like, whoa, that's crazy. So that was awesome. Like that really had me invested in it. Yeah. There, there were a lot of good twists in Captain, Captain Marvel. And I do like Captain Marvel. I just think Wonder Woman is, it was a much better film. I'm the complete opposite. I can, I can't believe <laughs> I'm related to you. You freaking, she just gets up and walks into no man's land. Yes. It's like, what are you whoa! doing? No, you're no, no, no. Kill no, 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 no. Stop, stop. No, 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 no. Don't you dare say like, oh, she's just going to get up and walk into no man's land. Of course she is. She's Wonder Woman. Of course she is. she has to bring all of these people with her who are going to get killed. No, she's taking care of all the Germans so that they don't get killed. 
That was the defining moment of the character. No, you're bringing all these people into the line of, line of fire that is dumb. They don't go into the she, line of fire. They, they go around the line of fire. Yeah, they're walking behind her with their stupid shield. You that was a dumb scene. That was not a dumb that scene. Was that was the slow best scene in the I movie. Mean, That's they the did it in iconic. slow motion. It that took is, like 45 minutes. That is the minutes. most iconic scene in the movie. That iconic the, scene in, the, in a terrible movie. That is the defining scene in the movie that defines her as the Wonder Woman. As the dumbass who's going to lead these people to death. You are. That's what Oh, my God. That was a dumb movie. What that is was a wrong dumb, with you? That was a dumb part in that dumb movie. I have to talk to your parents. What is wrong with you? That was stupid. Oh my god! What other dumb things happen? There's a lot of dumb things. There's that a lot of in that dumb movie. things that happen in every movie. I know, but there was a lot that I was like, "This is I, I hate this." <laughs> of all the scenes, the no man's land scene. Yeah, they're like, "Don't go out there! Don't go out there!" She goes out because she's Wonder Woman. Yeah, you, but these people aren't Wonder Woman. Yeah, she took care of everybody for them so that she can go forward. She, she yeah. that It's just so like, there's people shooting at you, they have no cover. And they're walking like around and like, it, it, it made no sense. They drew all the fire towards Wonder Woman so that yeah. Steve and the team can go around. It was dumb. She breached the line that hasn't moved in a year. It was a terrible plan. <sighs> it was so stupid. But it worked. She's just like, I'm Wonder Woman, I'll do it, it's fine. I would just like to point You're out. You're not Superman over there. You can't zip zap around. Anybody. Yeah, no, she's not Superman. She's better than that universe's version of Superman. Clearly. That universe's version of Superman would have stood up there and just wiped them all it's out. It's a terrible universe. It's a terrible universe. It's, got, it's gotten better. I will say. Who oh, because of Wonder Woman? Because of wow. her and dude bro Aquaman. I never thought I'd say that. I still haven't even seen uh, Wonder Woman either. Uh, Aquaman either. Uh, I would just like to point out for the record, as, we, as this was going on, uh, Zetzar, Wonder Woman was a way better movie. Brandon Rodriguez, yep, go Wonder Woman. Guillermo Bassini, agree with Will. Marissa Miller, Will is right. Mecha Dragon 101, don't mess with Will with with comics. Are you skipping all the people who are saying that I was right? No, because nobody's saying that you were right. <laughs> uh, Fred Bushi, No Man's Land is the best scene, though. Uh, Guys, that movie was garbage compared to Captain Marvel. You were no. the only part in Captain Marvel that I could see people having an issue with is the part where, like, towards the end, when uh, this isn't really a spoiler, uh, they show like her as like a little girl, like going through all of her struggles, and that was like pretty on the nose for like it being like a female character. But I was like, that's fine. I'm fine with this. The same thing would have happened. With, the same thing could happen in a Batman movie. Zet Czar, Will is right. Uh, ESP 5000, Will is right, Bob is wrong. Uh, Richard Cano Gomez, Bob's wrong. Just because all of these people are on your side doesn't mean that you're right. Yes, it, just, it, does. it just means there's more stupid people than just you. Uh, you, you them confirming it, this doesn't it, mean that you're right. It boggles my mind that, like, it boggles my mind that you didn't like the movie to begin with. Like, but that I can live with. The no man's land scene is where you check out. That was out? so stupid. Are you kidding me? And again, Are you kidding and again me? it was slow motion for like, it, it took like 45 minutes. Oh my it was God. like insane. It was another one of those oh my like, God. Let me just, and she gets undressed to go out into. into yeah, she's getting her. Get, it's so no, 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 stupid. No, no, no. Don't you. No. Because that's, so that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about costumes matter and iconography matter. Okay, when she's walking up the ladder and she removes her 
coat. Uh, does and it she, have to be slow motion? It doesn't, like have, to be, it doesn't have to be does slow. Does her hair have to be slow? No, it doesn't have to be slow motion, but it in works. In the middle of World it War I in no works, man's land it, with gunfire It shows everywhere. her becoming Wonder Woman. That's the iconic reveal of the iconography that I'm talking about that Captain Marvel didn't present because the f***ing scene took place at night in the dark. That, was, that wasn't the reveal of Wonder Woman. That was the reveal of Wonder Woman. When she finally stopped being Diana, Princess of Themyscira, and became the Wonder Woman of Man's Land. You mean the ignorant woman? Ugh. <laughs> Who doesn't know what sex is yet? Ugh. It was a dumb movie. It was a stupid movie. You are a dumb man. <laughs> you are a stupid man. Hey, uh, forever love BK says Bob is right. See? As one. See? As one. Huh. Hey, man. Listen. Uh, you know, people have varying opinions yes, about they do. things like this. Yes, about they do. Whether movies are good or bad. But, you know, sometimes a movie's bad and there's no way around it. Yeah, but sometimes a movie is good. <laughs> And an ignorant slog, it's, it's hard making an ignorant slog, you know, see the light. I have something to unbox here. Yeah, let's unbox that. Captain Marvel was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Four stars, it check it out. I like, well, yeah, I'd give it four stars. I think that's a solid thing. And uh, hey, you have a video talking about whether or not you have to see it. Yes, what? because. We get coffee? <laughs> this is uh, from Amazon to our P.O. box. Interesting. Smells like coffee. Hi, Bob. For the streams from Mark, a.k.a. Boomer Shroom. P.S. Did you know uh, Super Mario 2 was... <laughs> Thank you, Boomer Shroom. Thank you. For Dunkin' Donuts original coffee. Thank you. Our parents are going to like this. Yes, even though they don't drink regular coffee. They drink tea. Oh, yeah, so this is all me. Yeah. Baby. Thank you so much. Wasn't expecting that. <sighs> Got two dollars from just a hair. Agree to disagree. Hashtag. Uh, I'm not reading that. Will was right. <laughs> <sighs> well, worked up a sweat. All right. Uh, do we? Do we? Uh, now is tweet of the week. 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 Yes. Listen, I'm all thrown off because you uh, you're very angry about. I just, I had your dumbass opinion. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> Twitter week, Twitter week, Twitter week. There you go. Just do it. <laughs> I don't even care All right, anymore. Well, this one is from Unusual Videos. Mm -hmm. I very much like this one. Uh, I was laughing for a very long time. It's a very short video, so I got to try to time this right. Oh, wait, I got to show it on the screen. Hopefully, we won't get a copyright strike. I'm going to play this once so that we don't get copyright strike. Oh. Oh, wait, I did have it on desktop. I thought I had it on desktop this whole time. All right. So here we go. This is from Unusual Videos. You've been hit by, you've been struck by truck. And then it's a picture of a truck. I mean, even watching it without sound is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, okay. Now. Is when we talk to you people. Yes. Except for Philip Hardwick, who says five dollars, who gave us five dollars and said, You both have good arguments. Uh eh. mine, oh, mine argues better. Moose L will equal wrong. 
I got another one. Look at that. Oh, you got two. Right, I guess I'm right. You got two. I guess I'm right. You got people two. Agree with me. <laughs> All right, now is when we talk to you people. Yes, as always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfdenLive. If you'd love to comment on last week's WolfdenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer it. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching and watching right now, please start asking your questions so we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Uh, hashtag WolfdenLive. Uh, Geholt says, Will, where is the where to start reading comments bid? Um, that's a that that I feel like that's a hard thing to answer. Yeah, I did a I, I did a comics one hundred and one like way back in the beginning of this channel. That's still fairly up to date, I would say. Um, however, like I've been intending on like just modernizing it. But the thing is, like it not not a lot has changed since then. Like in terms of like what I'm actually saying, not a lot has changed since then. So I have a. I have a playlist somewhere on the channel where it's like comics 101 or whatever, where it like breaks down like how to get into comics, like how to start reading this and that. Um, so somebody put that playlist in the chat. I want to do another like getting into comics video, but I, by that I want to do like the more like 2019 production value of the Wolf Den. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I'm getting at. So when I find when I find time to actually figure out how I want to do that, it will happen. But for now, the ones I already previously did, I like are still fairly up to date. So check those out. Jordan, is Adventure Time really any good? Is it worth watching? Loot Crate came in today with an Adventure Time shirt, and I haven't seen the show. Gonna uh, gonna west gonna wear the shirt. Because why not? But would you recommend the show? Yes. Yeah, it's a very good show. Yeah, Adventure Time is a very good show. I've only seen a few episodes. Yeah. But no, it's good. It's a very good show. Uh, the Weeb Den says, If we forget to mention tonight during Wolf Den Live, One Piece is getting a live action adaptation, apparently. Netflix is releasing a live action One Piece series. Uh, that's uh. Still, still, uh, still up in the air whether or not we can actually adapt anime. Yeah. Apparently Alita wasn't bad. I hear a lot of like, yeah, like it's the best of the adaption of anime. I'm sure, like, I'm sure it is, but that's not saying much. Yeah, it's like Tomb Raider being yeah. a good movie. Just a hair says I was checking out the satisfied case. Didn't like the look of the thumbsticks, but will end up buying the case because it looks cool. I also saw this photo with their product photos on Amazon. Also, how's the Hackintosh going? Oh, it's a picture of us. Yeah, How come we're yeah. not first. Uh, yeah. Oh, Metal Jesus. Metal Jesus is there. I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I completely understand. Um, how's the Hackintosh going? Yo, I got it to post. Yes, well, last night. So, I got into the BIOS. I'm sure I, I got to, I, I, I was able to load the, uh, uh, the High Sierra installer from yeah. my USB drive. And I think it installed to the hard drive, but now it has to finish installing, and mm -hmm. it's in it's doing some weird thing. But we're getting there. Um, it 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 booted, and that's the important thing. Big Yoshi, I'm sorry, but you haven't gotten any complaints about how Super Mario Bros. <laughs> King Monahai. I think about the future of Metal Gear Solid games, and I know that the chances of new games are low with uh, Konami, and the chances of getting a decent uh, Metal Gear Solid game without Kojima are ever lower. Even lower. Even lower. So all I have, all I, 
All I hope as a Metal Gear Solid fan is that they release remakes of the old games. I think at this point, that's all you can hope for. It's very sad that it's like dead. Yeah. I hope that one day we will get a finished version of Metal Gear Solid 5. That's not happening. Like, with like a solid, like a cohesive story and a solid ending. Yeah, no, I don't think that's ever happening. Because that would be great and a great ender to the whole series. Yeah. That's the saddest part about Metal Gear, about us never getting any more Metal Gear Solid or any more good Metal Gear Solid yeah. is that it ended with such like a, like a wet whimper. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was, it was bad because that yeah. game had potential to be, I mean, it was still an incredible game, but it had potential to be even more incredible yeah. and it, it got snogged. Little Link says, I really want Bubble Bob for the Switch. What do you guys think about? Also, Goku for Smash. Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> uh, Bubble Bobble's on, isn't it? I think so. Isn't it on the NES thing? Oh, Switch Online? Yeah. I don't know about that. Oh. Apparently it's not. Interesting. Okay. I'm sure you'll get it. I'm, sh- I'm sure that's... Yeah, that's no, it's not on Switch. I'm sure that's not far off. Uh, Leo GR78 say this how the sports announcers said uh, oh no I'm not reading that yes. EA sucks F the gamers EA sucks F the gamers <laughs> and then he says PS uh, nothing no 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 what does it say Bob it's, I can't read it it says PS what was right hashtag boycott Bob that's what it says that's what it says Mika Holland says hey guys been a while. Finally able to watch you guys live. I'm uh-huh. heading to GDC this Friday and super pumped. Always wanted to go. Are there any conferences or cons you haven't been that you have wanted to? Also, Wonder Woman was a decent movie with way too much slow-mo. Thank you. Still said it was decent. Yeah, but a little uh, too much slow-mo. I've always wanted to go to CES. I've always wanted to go to GDC. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> CES. I would have. I, I feel like yes. I, I would understand more of what's going on at CES. I would much rather go to CES, but yeah. I've also wanted to go to GDC. Right. CES would be awesome, mm-hmm. but these are both very far off. Yeah. In our pipeline. Also, Tokyo Game Show because why not? Yeah. A little link. I read the little link already. He said. I, he said the same thing twice. Yeah. Okay. So All now right. we're in last week's. We'll yes. Five. Uh, Marcelo. Eli, there are plenty of great games for PSVR, and it's pretty damn successful considering how pricey it is for a peripheral. It's pretty successful for like it being a VR system. Because I'm pretty sure it's like the best-selling VR system. Yeah, but Fred also gave us a note here and said, "Can we call people out and give them crap on the YouTube comments?" Yeah, that's all we do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Luke Antone says, Hi, Bob and Will. What is your favorite consoles of all time and why? P.S. I love your videos and you guys do a great job. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my favorite console, I think, is the Switch, which is like a cop-out yeah. answer, but I think it, I think the Switch is like... It used to be the Xbox 360. Yeah. So, which is also a dumb answer. Yeah. Because everybody wants me to pick like a classic yeah. retro console, but that doesn't make it a great console just because it's classic. Yeah. I think the Switch... And, but it solves a lot of problems. Yeah. You know? Uh, f- I like 
I genuinely, genuinely like like the PS2 GameCube era of games. Like I think those are some of like the best games to like come out ever. That's pretty up there. For yeah. Me. So I would just say like that era in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, it was just crazy for people who like retro games. So yeah. Sarah Demko, I volunteer as tribute to be your movie girlfriend, Bob. Thanks, Sarah. I need a, somebody to watch. Yeah. Oh, we said this last week. Yeah. I need somebody to watch movies with me. I went with my movie boyfriend to see Captain Marvel. And we both had a great time. Except I, when the when the credits rolled, uh, he went, he went, oh. Like he was going to, he went like that. Uh, and then I went, that was great. He's like, yeah, it was great. Right? <laughs> um. Schillingel, I can't. What is that? Schillingel, Schillingeling. Hi, I got a question about the third-party docks. Are they still that dangerous for the Switch, or did they fix it, or might there be a workaround? I, I'm thinking about a second dock, but I don't want to spend another 81 euro on that. Um, no, they didn't fix anything. Uh, I would not buy a third-party dock. Don't. It's not worth. Yeah. It's not worth the hassle. My fr- our, our friend James, his Switch went into his Nintendo dock and died. Really? Yep. I don't know what happened. Something happened. Yeah. The Switch with power is very finicky. Just get a freaking Nintendo dock. Yeah. It's the only way you're going to... Uh, it's the only way you could be sure that you're mm-hmm. not killing your Switch every time you go to charge it. Level 9000. No one talks about VR. VR is a joke. VR is just a groundbreaking... Just as groundbreaking as, quote, 3D Blu-rays and Samsung curved screens. Why do people buy this junk to encourage them? I think VR has a lot of potential. It does. It has more potential than 3D Blu-rays or curved TVs. Well, I think 3D was like the bare bones base level that like jumped off to, that eventually got to VR, you know? No, because no, because it's two different things. Well, you know? well, not really, because you you're getting left and right input. Right, but I mean, like, 3D has been around for years. Yeah, and like you know, it's the, you know, that big 3D push from a couple of years ago was really just to sell more expensive TVs. Yes. So, but like, VR is its own separate thing, you know, and it like it requires like heavy processing. I think power. VR now is stupid. Yeah. VR that we have right now isn't worth it mm-hmm. but in the future when it's just glasses you put on and that's it yeah it's all there that's gonna be yeah groundbreaking or you awesome. know a spike that you plug into the back of your head sure why not um and that's what i mean by saying like 3d as we saw it in that era yeah was a gimmick yeah just like vr now is a gimmick mm-hmm. but eventually it'll be great yeah it's just gonna take a really long time to get there mm-hmm. all right that was last week wolf done yes last. Now we are in this week's Wolf Den Live. (sighs) Mecha Dragon, did you guys touch on the Yakuza Judgment controversy with the VA uh, taking cocaine? Voice actor? Yeah. Um, Did you see that? No. Like one of the voice actors for Yakuza Judgment got busted with a lot of cocaine. So they're they're delaying the game to remove him from it. (laughs) Come on, man. I know. (laughs) Let the guy go. He's already got enough problems. I know. Uh, Eric says, mine is Xbox 360 with the Switch being second. The Xbox 360 was a great system. It was. You know, that's up there for me too. With a lot of great games. Yeah. The system itself, the original baseline Xbox 360, not Mm -hmm. so good. But the games on it, very good. Yeah. Also, uh, 
the whole achievement system and the way the yeah. online worked was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we? Uh, Ted Phillips. Hey, rockin. I like Young Justice and almost asked about it. I'm a few episodes into the new season. I think he was talking to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, uh, yes, he's talking to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I've been meaning to catch up on that. Oh, yeah, because he has said, because uh, Rockin' Val 99, Will, what is your opinion on the Young Justice TV show? For me personally, I love it. I purchased the streaming service to watch Young Justice. There is a game coming out in May similar to Nintendo. There's a game coming out in May similar to Nintendo? It, like, based on Young Justice, or is that a completely separate thought? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Young Justice is great, and it might be worth the price of DC Universe alone. But DC Universe also has other really good shows on it, surprisingly. I think there is a game coming out similar to Nintendogs, but it's this is nothing to do with uh, Young Justice. Young Justice, no. I was gonna say. Um, Eric says I still have PTSD from the Great Wolf War twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Atari Masters says four K is a gimmick unless you have a fifty five inch TV. I don't know about that. I can tell uh, a difference. I mean, you like you, on these monitors, I can tell. Yeah. In certain cases you can, in certain cases you can't. I think a lot of it is bitrate. Yeah. The bitrate's just better, so the whole yeah. quality of the video is just better. I mean, for, the problem with 4K is in order to get, like, the best quality, like, you need the right equipment. And not just the TV. Like, you need the right streaming boxes, you need the right cables, you need the right internet connection. Um, so it's hard to achieve. Uh, and when you do get it, if the thing's not converted properly, it can still just look like a 1080p. I think 4K gaming is a gimmick. Now... Next generation, I think it all. Yeah, yeah. Next full gen, PlayStation Five and next Xbox. Correct. I think 4K gaming is it really is not yeah. that impressive compared to 1080p, especially like the games that they're making now for PS4 and Xbox One X, uh, for PS4 and Xbox One period. Yeah. Just look incredible. Yeah. And they look like that whether you're on the pro consoles or not. Yeah. You know, it just looks like. Like, Red Dead looks awesome no matter where you play. Yeah. It looks awesome. Same thing with Resident Evil 2. It mm-hmm. looks awesome. Uh, Mr. Rock Rock. Will, I thought Captain Marvel was only okay. Did you have a big issue with the tone, not knowing if it was funny or serious? Also, music over the last fight scene made me go WTF. Uh, in terms of tone, I thought it was fine. I did notice that, like, there, it would go through shifts of, like, you know, standard action movie tone, then like serious tone. Then there were like a scene or two specifically to insert comedy into it. But I didn't feel like it was detrimental to the entire movie the way like it was in Doctor Strange or something. I feel like that happens a lot in Marvel movies. That's like a big problem with Marvel movies. That like the tone is inconsistent because they're trying to add like, you know, the joke scenes to it. But I was never confused by it. I was never like, should I be laughing at this? You know? Yeah, no, it, it's, like, not, it's not confusing, but, no, you know, jarring shifts in tone uh, can affect the overall film. Like in, you know, in Justice League, like it'll go from like one scene is clearly a Zack Snyder scene because it's very serious and then the next scene is a Joss Whedon scene because it's very funny. I want that for Spider-Man. I want there to be like hard downturns in a Spider-Man movie. Right. You know? But, you know, at the same time, you know, when there's that hard downturn, you don't want, you know, the very, like, in that same scene, you don't want Spider-Man to crack a joke. Right, right, right. Well, like, in Homecoming, like, towards, like, in, like, the third act, it does take a pretty hard nosedive. Yeah. And, like, that was awesome. Yeah. But I wanted to take a harder nosedive, right. you know? 
Yeah. But yeah, I don't want it to ship. Like dur- during that downturn, like Spider-Man didn't just start like, you know, wisecracking. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. it stayed consistent. I, I don't want to be confused about it being yeah. sad or funny, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, did, I don't, I didn't feel that with Captain Marvel. I, I, it did jump a lot. Yeah. But I was never like, you know. Yeah, no, it wasn't as bad as like some of the other Marvel films, like Doc, like I said, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. or even like Thor Ragnarok did that a lot. Like just like hard break for comedy. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok was just all comedy. Yeah, but like there's some was like much more noticeable than others. Certain scenes. Uh, oh, Rock and Val said separate thought. I couldn't type it out. It's called Little Friends, Dogs and Cats. Uh, uh, I wonder if that's the same company that made that Wii Fit sort of looking game. Maybe. Somebody's trying to capitalize on Nintendo's yeah. IP without getting sued. Uh, Live to Rock says, I just want my goddamn real life Yu Gi Oh! dual disc. I don't ask for much. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, hey, look at that. $10 from Luke Morse. Love the show, guys. Keep up the great content. Thanks, Thank you. Luke. Thank you, Luke. Uh, okay, I guess we can take like one or two more. Yeah. What's uh, a fine one? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Henley. Peter Peter gets an F on a test, goes berserk, becomes emo Parker from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I would see that. I'm digging too far back here in the chat. Yeah. We're, we're too we're too up to date with the chat. I know. That's a... I think we kicked out a lot of people when we started talking about Captain Marvel too. Yeah. I think we scared a lot of people off when we started yelling at each other. Everado says Metal Gear Battle Royale should happen. I don't know. No, it shouldn't. No, it should. I mean, sneaking around is kind of a big deal in Battle Royales. Yeah. So maybe maybe something like a freaking uh what's it called? Splinter Cell Battle Royale would be kind of cool. No, because that would just feel like it would jump on the Battle Royale bandwagon, and we have too many of those as it is already. Tetris did a good job. Tetris, yeah, because <laughs> Tetris is so, you know, out of left field. Yeah. You know? Uh, all right, that's it. We're done. Right. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on youtube.com slash wolfden if you can't make the show for any reason at all we always put this up as an archive version on thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want if you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us you can do that as well we are also an audio podcast on apple Podcasts, soundcloud google play and stitcher those four platforms and nothing else at the moment uh if you listen to us on any of those platforms please be sure to subscribe rate and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores uh so Hopefully next week we'll be doing this from our brand new computer. Yes. Yay, finally, after five months. <laughs> that was nonsense. If you're going to PAX East. We will be there as well. We will be there. We have a contest. I don't know if it's over yet. <laughs> you can win <laughs> tickets to it. Um, it's over on our Twitter, twitter.com slash thewolfden. We will be having a panel on Sunday, March 31st at 11.30 a.m. at the Bumblebee Theater. So come see us, please. Uh, we're also going to be doing some other stuff that I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about. Um, so yeah, I'll see you at PAX East. Also, I'll be streaming on twitch.tv slash wolf then tomorrow. I think Smash Brothers. I think you guys will be in here. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.